Hi, before we get started on the podcast today, I want to let you know that there's a virtual Listen to My Life group starting September 10th that you can join in on. It is a fantastic experience. You'll be led through by myself, Sharon Swing, along with co-author Sybil Towner and our Director of Facilitator Development, Joan Kelly. And you'll be joined by people from all over the country or all over the world, um, going through Listen to My Life together. You'll find out more information at onelifemaps.com. That's O-N-E-L-I-F-E-M-A-P-S.com. We're also doing another facilitator certification workshop in the Chicago area in mid-November. You'll find out more information on the website at onelifemaps.com as well. We sure hope you'll join us. It's a fantastic experience. Now, here's the podcast for today. Welcome to the One Life Maps podcast. Here's your host and co-author of Listen to My Life, maps for recognizing and responding to God in my story, Sharon Swing. Greetings, this is Sharon Swing, and I have the distinct pleasure of having some special guests today. And uh, there's a quote out of um, the Reviewing My Days map of the Listen to My Life series, and that we start out with this quote from Karen Maines. And uh, from the book, The God Hunt, The Delight, The Delightful Chase and Wonder of Being Found. And here's the quote. Actually, I'm going to ask Karen Maines to do that. Why don't you say hi? And uh, we also have David Maines here with us today. And I am... I'll say hi real fast because once Karen starts to talk, I have a heck of a time <laughs> trying to get a word. He is so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, this is going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> so the, the we are here. The we is here. David That's and right. Karen are here. Finding God incognito in the world is not such a ho-hum proposition. It is delight. It is joy. It is wonder. It is childlike, wiggling anticipation that somewhere, any moment, just around the next corner, when you least expect it, the divine is going to jump out, cry, boo, and you are going to respond, gotcha. This is wondrous, isn't Okay. Now do you know why I had Karen read that instead of me? <laughs> <laughs> you did pretty well. <laughs> that was delightful. Thank you. So this, this, this book is... I just found to be such a delight when I read it. Mm. And um, I think it is a little bit of a paradigm shift for people. When, when, you th- when you think about, if people have heard the term spiritual practice, they think about it as a little bit of drudgery or, oh gosh, I, something well, I got to fit in edgewise. Or, disciplines. So disciplines. disciplines are, d- are drudgery, you know? Yeah. And so talk a little bit about um, what opened you up to the idea of writing a book like this in the way you wrote it. It was our kids, right, David? We started this with them. Well, I think that uh, we wanted to make the spiritual life enjoyable. What's learned with pleasure is learned full measure. That's Remember a that principle oh, for mm-hmm. child raising for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, instead of saying, you know, you have to do this, we we're trying to say, how do we create something that they enjoy? And I would say that the kids were better at the God Hunt sightings than we well, were in we many ways. we made it into a game. Mm-hmm. Did you, any place you saw God today? Did you, he jump out and say, boo? Or, it's like hide and seek, actually, in a lot of ways. In fact, mm-hmm. in the book, I compare it to the game hide and, hide and seek. I mean, no one's, 
no little child says, oh, do we have to play hide and seek? I don't want to know. Can we play hide and seek? You know, and the little little grandchildren used to play hide and seek with Papa here in the house, you know, so it was mm-hmm. a big deal. So that's basically... They, they had a distinct advantage because they can fit into smaller places <laughs> than Papa can. <laughs> but uh, to Much take that same idea and uh, put it into the spiritual practice, was it was a delightful thing for us. And I've found many times... This has been the same thing for other people who have read the book or mm-hmm. have heard the broadcast on going on a God hunt. And when they start to talk about it, they start to smile. They light up and yes. it's mm-hmm. exciting to tell about it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that, and that's what we were trying to frame for our own children. We should probably define it, otherwise people won't know what we're talking about. Can I just say one thing and then and then define it? So at that time, we, we were on the Chapel of the Air broadcast, and so that's over 500 outlets a day. And probably there were estimates of 2 million listeners in a day. We don't know how legit that was, but um, you do the best you can. So this went on all across the country as we would talk about it. We'd bring the kids into the studio and they would talk about their God hunt sightings. And so it became one of the spiritual growth tools that we used that was very widespread because of the impact of the broadcast. So go ahead and you can define it. Well, we came up with four categories that would help in terms of saying, I saw God in my life, just to give an illustration. Can, can I just give you another definition before okay. you get into those? It's any time God intervenes in our everyday life and we recognize it to be him, because he's intervening all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the God then requires us to see that he's intervening in our lives and that we tell somebody or write it down so we have a record of it. We we don't let it just go. We have cemented it in our memory in some way. So, okay, now four categories. Okay, four that. categories. Number one is an obvious answer to prayer. Not a question in the world, but that was an answer to prayer. I can give a rather recent uh, example of that. I lost my passport. <laughs> Of all the things that you can lose, that's not the one you want to lose. That's kind of even higher than the car keys or whatever. Depending if you're trying to cross the border or not. I searched for that passport and combed every aspect of the house and could not find it. And I think you were the one, Karen, who said, have you prayed about it? And it kind of embarrassed me because I couldn't honestly say yes. I've prayed earnestly about it. You're a too much of a panic about that. <laughs> I knew I knew I had it somewhere. I just couldn't figure out where in the world that was. And so I said, okay, I'm going to pray about it. And I started to pray. And on the third day, I was at my desk, looked in the desk for something else, and by golly, there was the passport hidden down in the midst of... We had moved everything around so that the drawers were kind of filled up with things that weren't usually in them. And there it was on the third day that we prayed, and I said... I just had a wonderful God hunt. Now, it may be that I'm better at this than you are, Karen, because you still haven't found your passport. <laughs> That's true. I wonder if I prayed about it. I've got another God hunt. Have you prayed about it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You have? Okay. I've implored. <laughs> um, when Hamilton, the musical, was here in the city, and... Um, Oh, people had seen it, friends had seen it, but I just had something about putting $250 out for a ticket. I feel your pain. Yeah, I just felt like such a ripoff for, you know, a lot of people can pay money like that. Most people can't. So it felt like it wasn't uh, egalitarian enough of an offer. And we were in a tight beer. It was over Christmas, too. Uh, But I really wanted to go. And my daughter-in-law 
had taken one of her children down to see it. And um, she signed up for the lottery. And I got a phone call from her saying, um, before Christmas, and she said, oh, I've won a ticket, a lottery ticket. Do you guys, two tickets, I think it was. Do you guys want to go? It's not the main lottery, but it's the theater lottery. lottery, Mm -hmm. Thanks, the theater lottery. But it meant she would have to leave work. She's the wife of our son who died. So she's raising four children on her own as a full-time Three children. Three children on her own. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Three children on her own. Um, working full-time in a very responsible job. And then she finished up her doctorate this year as well. Oh so goodness. just extraordinary. So there's no way I was having this little gal put three of my our three grandchildren into the car, head all the way down into the city so she could pick up lot, these lottery tickets so we could go see Hamilton. So I said, well, thank you. It, just the fact that you thought of us was great. And um, I'm just going to take it as a sign that the Lord is going to say, yeah, you're going to get to go see Hamilton. So I was telling the story to a friend, and we were laughing about it. And she turned around and gave us money, two certificates to see Hamilton. Uh-huh. At, um, so, it, it, you know, it was the answer to prayer. I really wanted to see it. It's an extraordinary performance in every way. Extraordinary impact on our society as far as its historicity and the meaning of the piece. So anyway, that would have been an answer to prayer. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of, uh, and this is maybe helpful, it fits into the second category as well, which is unexpected evidence of his care. Mm. And if you can't figure out under which category your gut unsighting fits, it doesn't matter. You put it under both if you want to. So we have any answer to prayer and, and any unexpected evidence of his care. Yeah, obvious answer to prayer. Mm, well, when I found that, passport, I knew that that was the Lord helping me because I had just worked over and over looking all different places, systematically going through everything. It was an obvious answer to prayer. Unexpected evidence of his care. Uh, And we put unexpected because there's some things that are, you know... You take for granted. You take for for granted. We all have... Us here at this table have a house to shelter us and a roof overhead and food enough to eat. So it's more the things that come around that you haven't really been looking at. Maybe you've had a need for them, but you know it's not the obvious things. It's more the unexpected evidences of his care. So people get into the habit of of seeing him work in ways that are. Um, I've got a story. Okay, and I have one as well. You have one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I. Without any intention, lost 43 pounds this year. I was sick with an eating dysphagia, and it took, I was sick for six months, and then they had an operation. And I was obviously not able to fit into my size 12 clothes. It was down to size 8. <clears throat> so I'm a resale shopper anyway. I believe in resale chic. And uh, so I picked up size 8 clothes at the resale shop. But we were down visiting David's sister in Nashville. And she had gone through her closets and had three bags full <laughs> of size 8 clothes. <laughs> size 8, size 10. And I just thought, you know, it, it just was overwhelming. First of all, that she would care enough to put a bunch of stuff aside like that and I think I also wore her hand-me-down maternity clothes <laughs> when we were all having babies but it was just an, an one of those unexpected evidences of God's care and I had found enough things to wear in the resale shop and of course passed the size 12 things on, along too 
But it was a lovely gift. It was just a lovely, very caring gift. Being with her that for four days was huge in every way, too. Don mm-hmm. is a lovely, lovely, loving person. Coupled with that trip to my sister's, Donna's, uh, I reached out in a ministerial way to several people and did it just in a gracious sense. Uh, did a marriage ceremony, did a baby dedication. And it uh, made the trip a little bit more complicated, but was not really. And uh, I just did it because it was the right thing to do. you love those people, actually, yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, the trip, when, when you... We're not salaried at this point in time. I'm 82 years old, and and you're 76. And uh, but they gave me a check when we left. I didn't even open it because I I didn't expect it, mm. and it happened very fast. But it was a check, and it was two thousand dollars, which mm. was amazing to mm. me. And I thought, God, that is so nice of you. That covers the whole trip, covers the <laughs> the transportation, the, more than covers yeah. the trip. <laughs> So, and and I can say, I was very very gracious of these people, mm-hmm. and I and I thanked them uh, later. But I also saw it as obvious evidence of God's care. Mm-hmm. He was saying, well, "You went down with no expectation. No, mm-hmm. you just did it because you love these people and want. There was some trouble going on in their lives, and we're happy to be there for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it just and." And I think it's important just to note too that Karen, it's important to write these down because mm-hmm. it's so it, it's so human to say wasn't that something? Yeah. And then it's kind of dismissed mm-hmm. and you don't think about it anymore. But I'm I'm looking at a page and I I only have two pages here because I started a second page, and the other was filled up on both sides. So that's I know the line number, so that's over 50 God Hunt sightings relatively recently so in our life. So you're writing down your God Hunt sightings every day? Not every day, mm-hmm. but probably every two or three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be fair. So, so just read them, because when people think writing, they think paragraphs, and what do you do? That's how you do. I just I just write phrases that will remind me mm-hmm. of what happened. I don't expect anybody else to look at my... I have pages of these. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't be able to figure out what they meant. But to me, they're very meaningful because I know exactly what happened at those times. They're reminder phrases. Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess I realize now that I write the dates down quite often. Uh, part of it is, too, because I know we talk about this a lot, and I like to have recent illustrations that I can come to because your memory begins to fade as right. you get older. Well, I, I love that um, this practice of writing them mm-hmm. down, I mean, it's it's the antidote to feeling alone yeah. oh, in the world. Huge, right? You know, and and feeling like God, where are you? And, and yeah, and then sometimes we have big things that we don't find the answers to. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or, or God, God is just saying, wait a little while because mm-hmm. I'm I'm working things out. But then there are these evidences evidences of his intervention in our life and more simple sorts of things. You know, a couple bags of clothes and um, uh, and you know. and just the 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 simpleness and also the complexity of it all, but there, there's this web yeah. that's there that that's sometimes we don't see yeah, it. Nice and, well, expression. actually, that's that's something that, uh, that 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 someone I was listening to said. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and and then Joan said, you know, yesterday on my walk, I was I was out and 
um, I the light was hitting this this spider web just right, and the the dew hanging on it, oh, and gorgeous. and yeah. all. And she says, "Why have I never seen that before? I walk this almost every day." Yeah. And then she's she's looking at it intently and and taking in the beauty of it. And she walks on. She goes, "Oh my gosh, there's another one." Oh my goodness, there's another one. And she just kept walking yeah. all along her path, noticing that... Well, and that's a great illustration for the yeah. God Hunt because um, that's exactly how it happens. And I think it's training our... What we're doing is training our inner sight mm-hmm. um, to observe and to see. And seeing takes time. It doesn't just happen, but you keep at it. And then it, there's another one. Then there's another one. That's then, exactly right. It's almost like the definition of faith starts to, starts to shift. Yeah. Doesn't it? It just because being unknown all the time. Yes, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of being being something that we hope for, or yeah. or something that we that we trust that isn't really tangible. But then it just all of a sudden says, "No, faith is something that's that, it can that, be seen. It can that be can known. be seen. Yeah. It can be known. It's 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 I I I trust it. Yeah, that it's already there. I yeah. felt that this last week, Karen. So this is like three or four days ago mm-hmm. when. Uh, Judith and Randall took us to the little park this is by our their home. Son and his fiance. Mm-hmm. Our son has had a painful divorce years ago, and God is renewing his life and his love. And so we were getting to know his fiance much, much and more. As we walked in that park, everything was in bloom. Yeah, California. It just was the yeah, I was going to say you weren't here in Chicago. Oh, we were here in Chicago. <laughs> everything was in bloom, and, and I thought, Lord. I know that this happens at this time of year, but for you to have gotten us in this park where it's just gorgeous at this time, at this time yeah. was pretty neat on your part. And, and uh, after a while, you begin to say, Lord, I know you don't have favorites, but I think I'm one of your favorites because <laughs> yeah. you seem to do so exactly. much on my behalf. That's under the category still of any unexpected evidence of his care. Let's go to another category. Help to do God's work in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think this relates to everyone, whether you're in full-time ministry or you're a retired minister like I am. Uh, I was asked to do a blog for an organization. It related to a date, and I could not get a bead on that thing. You weren't... You were doing one blog for one their blog. for their blogging system. Yeah, you yes. were a guest blogger. I was a guest blogger, and I really <laughs> didn't want to do it. But you get talked into doing. What was the topic? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I remember that. You're it's not probably it's not uh, relevant to what I'm going to say. I was talking to a friend on the phone in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, I've had a friendship with this gentleman for many, many times, and he talked about a book he had just read, and I thought that's. That is the perfect idea for the blog I want. I said, you know, can you get that book to me? He said, you know what, David, I already sent you one. I thought you would probably like this. Oh, gosh. It's already on its way. <laughs> and it's on the way. Oh, and I got it, and I quoted from the book some. How can I be married to you and not know about this story? Well, I'm just an amazing person. You, I <laughs> There's always something I, new to discover, Karen. I'm one of God's favorites. You didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of my favorites, so why not God? <laughs> So that was, and I stopped, you know, and I said, again, God, 
I don't know how you take care of all these little details. Mm. You know, there must be six million important people in the world, all with huge, huge requests for you. And I really hadn't even prayed about it that much. But I just think I cannot get a lead on this. Mm. As soon as Dean was talking, I thought, that's the lead I need. Mm -hmm. And I can get this thing done and it will be, it will not be an obligation. It will be a joy to write that. And lo and behold, it already sent the thing. Just thought, he thought, you would like this, David. So, But I want um, people to... Help to do God's work in the world. That's the category. But I want people who are listening to us to understand, because you're hearing it, how much fun this is. Mm -hmm. And we're laughing about it as we tell it. It's delightful. It's sort of unbelievable. It's, you know, it's a kind of a surprise party every day. And Mm. that's what you want to capture. And that's what, if you have children or grandchildren or friends, that's what you want to teach them. Around my table, um, when... uh, our son was was home. He's he's at college at this point, about to graduate. But and our niece has been living with us, and and uh, so the four of us would have family dinner, and Joy would usually be the one to say, "So, what are your happy crappies?" So, you know, just <laughs> That's to check interesting. in, <laughs> just the high points, low points, yeah. and just yeah. a way to check in, and and all, and it would kind of morph into this God hunt kind yeah. of conversation in the midst of it, and um, the delightful way to. Check Check in with one another, uh-huh. and 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 hear of those particular things and the stories you get to hear when you ask those kinds of questions. Oh, it's extraordinary! It's just extraordinary. It's so much fun. Now we were on number three. There's still a number four, right? Uh, that's unusual linkage or timing, and uh, this, it, ta- this ta- is hard to explain because it takes time. But let me preface it, preface it by saying we don't use the word coincidence. Mm-hmm. in our family because we don't really believe there are any coincidence. After decades of having gone on the gone hunt, there's just too too much evidence in our life mm-hmm. of how God or his helpers, I don't know how, how do his angelic helpers um, perform or convey these sorts of evidences to us that God is intervening in our everyday. So the last category... I'll illustrate it. Is yeah, that what you want? Uh, well, you talked about going to Hamilton before. Okay. Uh, that was an amazing production. The song that stuck with me from that production was Aaron Burr is kind of jealous of Hamilton because it seems like Hamilton is always at the right place at the right time and he's always trying to catch up. And he sings this. I want to be in the room where it happens. Room where it happens. Room where it happens. I want to be in the room where. It... So, and I remember as we were watching that, I, I thought to myself, I don't want to be in the room where it happens anymore. I've been in a lot of those rooms, and uh, it just means uh, a whole lot of work. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and so I, I'm not with you, Aaron. <laughs> you know, and it's, which is a funny thing to have that. Now we came home. It was an afternoon performance. We came home, and I got a call from the gentleman who's in charge of a ministry, and, and I'm, a, I'm a board member. And he said, could you get on the plane tomorrow and uh, come down because we're having an emergency meeting? He explained it all, and all I could think of was, I don't want to be in the room where it happens. But he said, would you be willing to pray about it? And I said, you know, th- that it happened very fast because I, I would have to then get a plane out tomorrow morning but I'll pray about it, yeah. And I did pray about it, and I went to bed, and the next morning, my entire mind was changed. I thought, you know what? I probably do need to be there. I'm I'm probably, there are only nine on the board, and I'm probably the one guy who 
if I could pick one, it's most important to be there. It's me. But I, I don't want to get on an airplane again and fly to a number of states. But then, as I prayed about it, I felt, yes, Lord, I think this is where you want me to be. So I did. I, I went down. But the interesting part of all this was that when it was over, there were lawyers involved and everything. And the lead lawyer for our side came up to me and he said, I'm so glad you came. You were a huge help. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Because I... I prayed about it, and uh, here was here was this unusual linkage in timing with that song from Hamilton. Now I'm back to, I don't want to be in those rooms anymore. Well, I'm saying, I, I'm still singing, I want to be in the room where it happens. Well, you could go all you want. <laughs> as long as it is. I have like a linkage in timing to where you're done, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm all done. Okay. You know what, and people can say, you know, that's a little bit far-fetched story. But for me, it was very deeply personal. I felt like God used that in the process of my own mind. And I don't care whether anybody else likes it or not. I felt like, <laughs> this is wonderful. This was that's a good insight. Does it matter at all yeah. that anybody else? That's yeah, exactly that's right. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a long story. You know, I'll try to make it short. But I mentioned that our son had had a painful divorce. And as everyone who knows, that's a family affair. Who's gone through it knows that it's a family affair. And it put him into great, into great hazard financially. And um, so through the years, we've tried to, we don't have financial reserves. Uh, we kind of live, if someone else needs it, then it's there for them. So, so we've tried to help him out as much as we were able to help him out. But he's done well. He's uh, restoring. He's met this lovely young woman I've mentioned who's just beautiful. It's like watching my son's personality resurrect. And so we spent four days with him in California and went out mostly to spend time with this young woman and get to know her. She's from another country, although she's lived here in the States for a while. But we just and lived without a family here in the States for mm. 18 years. So we're very aware that if they get married, which they're planning to do, they, we, we will become her family, and we want to do that really, really well. So we had a great time with them out there in her home. She'd never had anyone over in her home before. So you can imagine how nerve-wracking that was, her future in-laws coming to her home. But this is a caring, loving, extraordinary person. Um, Just wasn't in her background at all. So anyway, we also have some very close friends who live in California, and so we really needed to fit them in and spend time with them. And so we did, and Randall came with us after church, and we we went to church, and then we went out for dinner. And... And um, this friend is sort of a, he's a minister, but with a financial guru side. He's an ordained minister. And so he began to quiz Randall on Randall's finances, uh, always saying, now, if I'm intruding too much, please let me know. I don't need need to go this direction. But it was, it's hard to say that you're in mm-hmm. debt, you know, and to tally up what, how much you owe and how long it's going to take you to get out of debt. And, and um so we got a phone call yesterday. So we got home on Tuesday, and the, today is Thursday. Got a home phone mm-hmm. call yesterday from this gentleman saying, my wife and I have talked this over, and we wonder how if it would be inappropriate to offer your son a low-interest debt rather than credit card mm-hmm. interest debts to pay off some of those debts so he could get 
out of the interest cycle and get out of debt sooner. Mm. So now talk about linkage and timing. If we had not been in California, if Randall hadn't gone with us mm-hmm. to, to church and to that um, meeting with him, and, and Randall did wonder about the questions, you know, a little bit, mm-hmm. although he was okay. He was okay with it. But him. talk about God's provision. Provision and timing, you know, if Randall hadn't been with us, if we, you know, this would not have come up at all. Right. So I said to our friend, I'm just kind of weeping here that you would even care enough to offer this. But that to me was the most recent evidence of, that is of unusual linkage or timing. You know, there's, there's a couple of them that come to mind for me. Um, one was this odd occurrence of I was doing some virtual coaching through Listen to My Life and, and this woman in Oregon, and I had listened to pieces of her story, and at one point in time she had said where she grew up and, and all, and then at another point she said what church, what, what denomination of church she grew up in and, and all, and so... When I had a chance later on, after we were done with the coaching stuff, I said, so tell me exactly where you grew up. And it turns out, long story, she was in the same confirmation class <laughs> as me. No. Of course, her name is different. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and so, and so she, she actually had the class picture from, oh our, from that. And she was over my, she was sit, standing behind my left shoulder in this picture. Oh. And it's like, wait a minute, you were a friend of, you know, it it made made these connections. And it was really interesting because then we started talking about what we learned in Uh, confirmation class uh, and how we viewed God then and how we view God now. And it was so interesting because I wouldn't have recalled some of that piece of my story if she, if that connection wouldn't have happened and just an opportunity to, to, to be able to see a, a, the storyline a little differently than I had before. That's great. And and, That's and, great. and another was was um, a couple of years back, I, w- I went on a five-day backpacking trip. And it was just a, uh, it was a muddy mess up in northern uh, 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 Minnesota. But what happened was that um, I, after this trip, I was... We were on the fifth day, we're walking out, and I am a little frustrated because I'm like, okay, God, I was really hoping that I would just have this overwhelming sense of your love in the midst of this. But it was, like I said, it was a muddy mess, and the last day was just a torrential downpour. <laughs> and we had to cross this high plains where it was this thunder that we got caught in a uh, in this lightning storm that just came up out of nowhere. Um, it was just downright scary sometimes, you know, the yes. wet boots and mud and everything else. And the, we, about a half mile before we're our exit point, um, our leaders gather us around what would be a fire pit, but you could never build a fire. We didn't <laughs> build a fire the whole time we were there, except for one time where we were in a campground that you could buy mm-hmm. wet, dry wood. Um, and we're sitting around this thing and this, and this tree falls about, about 20 yards from us. Good news is it mm. fell the other direction, but the ripping and everything mm-hmm. else, I'm like, I am so ready to go. <laughs> and yet she, they said, okay, we're going to walk out in solitude, but we'll, we'll meet at the exit sign uh, to the trail. So they send us off about five minutes apart, kind of deploy us. And, and I'm a photographer, didn't carry my camera, but I carried my cell phone and I had been documenting the mosses and the, in the, 
and the the mushrooms and all that were so prolific that was everything was die you know that was decaying this new life was coming out of and there was some significant beauty involved mm-hmm. in 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 the the smallness of the the life that was there and when i carry my camera a lot of times i think to myself um, you know, I'll take a picture of something in nature. I'll say, thank you, God. And and I, I sometimes hear him whisper, say, I'm so glad you noticed. Yes, it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. this time I was still, I was a little frustrated and kind of out of sorts because it was just such a difficult last piece of this this trail. And I um, I stopped to take this picture and it was something, it was a stream and it was beautiful. And I said, and before I could get thank you, God, out, I, I heard him whisper, I love you. Mm. He goes, it's all and I love you. And I'm mm. like, oh, it's mm. all and I love you. Every piece of beauty that I had seen and all, but but when it, when it even the in the rain and, and my uncomfortableness was keeping me from being able to see mm-hmm. that it was all and I love you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, yeah. it reminds me very much of a, of a C.S. Lewis quote that we have in the Listen to My Life material. It says, we may ignore, but we can nowhere evade the presence of God. The world is crowded with him. He walks everywhere incognito. Oh, mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it's beautiful. And the, the, the line you use, Cheryl, is great. Uh, I'm so glad you noticed. Mm. I think that's yeah. how God feels. I'm I so do. glad you noticed. Mm. Yeah. Because I've been working at it all the time. Well, and, and, if, and to yeah. not work at it is to mm-hmm. to, the, to our own spiritual peril. Oh yes, yes. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to live a joyful life without that thought mm. of of being una- being unaware of what God's up to, being unaware of His care that it's all, and I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the the world could be a pretty despairing place. Yeah, I think it is for a lot of people a very despairing place. Yes. So that's why this discipline, or practice, or game, mm-hmm. is so important for people to develop in their lives. Uh, because it's the th- in the and we've gone through hard 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 things, but in the midst of those hard things, you you still see His hand working. So mm-hmm. you know you haven't haven't been abandoned, and that's what this discipline is for. One of the re- things this discipline is for is that so that when you do reach the muddy ter- torrent, mm-hmm. and it comes for us all one way or another, then you don't say, "Well, God has abandoned me. How could He let this happen?" You know, mm-hmm. you can't be a loving God because you have seen all of these evidence yes. in your life. David has read from his pages, but I ha- I have journals that I've kept for 40 years. They're, they're prayer journals with a list every day of the ways I've seen God. So when you do that, you just you will face rough things, but you don't doubt him. Mm-hmm. You don't doubt him because you know that he is there. Mm-hmm. You should understand these cir- these particular circumstances. Yeah, you know, David, I'd love I'd love for you to read this the, the last piece of scripture on this page. Because I want to hear it in your voice. <laughs> You have your heads in your Bibles constantly because you think you'll find eternal life there. But you miss the forest for the trees. These scriptures are all about me. And here I am, standing right before you, and you aren't willing to receive from me the life you say you want. That's really nice. That's John 5, 39, 40. Yeah, that's a great translation. 
Mm-hmm. You have your heads in your Bibles constantly because you think you'll find eternal life there, but you miss the forest for the trees. <laughs> Not against Bible reading. Nope. Nope, but it's a, it's Bible reading plus. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, and almost Bible reading for the purpose of us helping to recognize and respond exactly. to God. Exactly. Well said. That's now. well said, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 the the how they work together, I suppose. Mm-hmm. In yeah. that way. Oh, what a delight to be around your dining room table. Oh, it's lovely having you here and all your recording equipment too. <laughs> my 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 little bag full of tricks that I pull it's out. Lovely. And it was set this so up. much fun. Oh, thank you so much for your time and your hospitality today. And I am so excited to introduce the listeners of the podcast to to the two of you and um, and the God Hunt is the book I'd recommend for you to pick up and uh, the delightful chase and the wonder of being found by Karen Maines and the front cover of this has this little boy what would you say about oh, two and a half two maybe yeah, yeah. Somewhere in and kind of peeking in a barn door like like playing hide and seek like what might be in there you know <laughs> this question is just yeah. such a I, this is one of my favorite book covers ever yeah, I like it too. and uh so yes i would definitely recommend that you pick that up we'll put it in the show notes for you as well and we'll also put um a couple other things that the mains are up to in the um in our show notes as well so thank you so much for listening and in the meantime i would say just uh Make today a God hunt. Make it, make it a God hunt day, yeah. Mm. Blessings, everyone. You want to say goodbye? Yeah, although I've enjoyed it. <laughs> to talk a little longer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I think we grabbed him as he was running to the bank or the post office. Or well, I hope we were a welcome <laughs> interruption to your day. I am not complaining. <laughs> Thank you so much. It goodbye. hasn't made my God hunt list yet, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> We'll see. (laughs) Bye-bye. Have you thought, I don't know myself anymore? Have you wondered, is there something more? Are you at a crossroads in life and asking, which way will lead me toward expressing more of who I am made to be? Are you looking for a way to understand the restlessness you feel inside? Are you seeking a deeper spiritual life and desire to rediscover who you are through God's eyes? If you've wondered any of these things before, you're ready for the life mapping experience of Listen to My Life. Go to onelifemaps.com to purchase your portfolio of visual life maps. While you're there, check out our upcoming virtual coaching groups, live workshops, and options for you to facilitate the Listen to My Life experience with others. That's onelifemaps.com. O-N-E-L-I-F-E-M-A-P-S dot com.